the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All righty, we're back. And this isn't Jeremy's fault. This is my fault. We're having equipment troubles, and uh, and I apologize for that. So we were talking about quality transmission, and quality transmission is a great place. Been on my best repair shops list for many years. Bob and Steve do good work. And if you're looking for a good transmission shop that will drive your car for free and talk to you for free, then Quality Transmission Tempe is certainly one of those people. Anyway, we're going to take calls 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we're going to go to Chris first. Chris, good morning to you. How can I help you? Oh, hi. Um, I You remember that my call about the dealership buffing and scratching up the hood? Uh-huh. And um, it's a Kia Soul, and they won't uh, do anything. They said they couldn't see the scratches, but I have two of your body shops that that saw them. They, um, okay. You have to have the light just right because it's white. Okay. Did and, you ask uh, either one of those two body shops for an estimate to fix the problem? Yeah. And they and said... What? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, go right ahead. Said, uh, painting would probably be the best because uh, if you just uh, color, uh, sand it, and wax it, uh, in a few years it will. Uh, it's, some of the product comes off when they sand it, so it will be thin. Okay. So, uh, and did you did you get an estimate from both of them? And what was the estimate? Uh, well, one was. Uh, Four seventy-nine. The other was five seventy-nine. <laughs> okay, all right. And I would have guessed five hundred because usually what we call a panel, like the hood or a fender or a quarter panel or a trunk lid, usually a panel to paint it and do it right is about five hundred dollars. So one of them is a little higher, one of them is a little lower. Um, I also said to you that if you feel like your car is damaged by the dealer, you can file a comprehensive claim on your insurance. It's not a claim that typically counts against you because you didn't do anything wrong. And once they determine that y- your your concern is valid, then they'll authorize you to take it to the repair shop of your choice, have it painted. They'll pay it less your deductible. And then they'll go after the other facility, and they'll say to the other facility, we paid damage that we have come to the conclusion that you caused, and so we want you to reimburse us. So if that facility says fine and gives them $500, well, those are the only two choices you have. You can sue the the dealer if you want. I think that's a bad idea. Um, They've already said no, so I think you should go through your insurance company and let them do what you pay them to do, and that's put you back together. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. Well, okay. Thank you, Chris. Good luck to you one way or the other, but uh, your insurance company is your best bet, and that's what we pay them for. Folks, when you have full coverage, you have comprehensive and collision, and comprehensive is, is damage to my vehicles by others. Comprehensive is the policy that you're going to invoke when you walk outside and somebody's egged your car, damaged the paint, painted your car, hit and run, that kind of stuff. It's you were asleep, you weren't doing anything wrong, and, and your car was damaged. That's what comprehensive is. Um, you could take a couple of other examples of something like this. Is You take your car into a repair shop. They forget to tighten up the oil filter. They forget to tighten the drain plug. You drive away. Two weeks later, the drain plug falls out. You don't know that that's happening, and the motor is toast. So at that particular point, you go back to the shop, and they say, we're not going to help you. So you if you have full coverage, comprehensive and collision, then you contact your insurance agent and you say, this is what happened. And typically the insurance company will hire an expert, someone similar to me. I'm, I, I, I work these cases a lot for specific insurance companies. And uh, then it, they investigate the situation and they determine what it is. They make a report to the insurance company. And sometimes that report is, is that this is a coincidence 
the drain plug issue, forget that one. But when it's a coincidence, it's a coincidence. So if you take your car in and they service your air conditioning, and then two weeks or two months later your car catches fire, there has to be a direct relationship between the work they did and the fire. And so if the work that they did was under the hood and the fire started in the back of the car, that's a tough jump for any expert to make. Although, as you can imagine, there's experts out there, a small minority of experts, that will regurgitate what they're told to say. But I'm proud to say that the overwhelming majority of the experts that I know of, and I've been doing this for 30 years since 1990, the overwhelming majority of the experts will not tell the insurance company or the lawyers or anybody else what they want to hear. They'll tell them the truth. <laughs> and that's an easy thing to do. So that's kind of how it all works out. When it comes to uh, your transmissions, when we were talking about transmission a few minutes ago, most transmissions fail for the lack of maintenance over anything else. That's one of the issues, uh, a question. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that that's really not, that's kind of false. Uh, the transmissions fail because of high mileage more than anything else. Um, it's, it's high mileage that kills the transmission. It's not really the lack of maintenance. So your transmission is going to go bad somewhere after 100,000 miles. Some of them go 125, some of them go 175,000. We've seen them go f further and farther than that. So um, the second issue is, is um, I have a sealed transmission. And, uh, and that means it doesn't mean service. And in reality, there is a procedure that allows us to check the filter and service the transmission. Here's what you're going to run into with the sealed automatic transmission. You're going to call five shops, and you're going to get five answers on when and what to do. And that's disturbing to me, and it's a problem that's created by the car manufacturers. And I'll be honest with you, Toyota is the, the biggest one of them all. You can call five Toyota dealers and ask them about a car with specific year, make, model, and, and mileage and get five different answers. And the reason why is there are no clear-cut times or time frames or mileage frames when to change the fluid in this sealed transmission. So that, that makes it difficult. That's, that's something that... Um, uh, uh, is a situation. The lifetime fill is created um, is creative marketing designed to sell more cars. It's it's really not. It's to give you some comfort. It's no secret that most people are out of their cars by 100,000 miles. So if I'm gonna sell you a new car and I can say to you, you don't have to deal with the transmission for the first 100,000 miles, that's a good selling point. And I agree that that is a sales technique. Um, there are a lot of folks that don't do anything to their cars until 100,000 miles, and then they'll sell them, and they'll let someone else pay for the hoses, the belts, the fluids, the filters. You know what? That's okay, as long as both parties know that. And typically, the car at 100,000 miles, it's pretty obvious to everybody that it hasn't had the 100,000 mile, the, the 30, the 60, the 90, or the 100,000 mile service done, so that's an easy one. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. There's also a, uh, a, there is a discussion still about this. Your transmission fluid is really, really ugly. It's stinky. It's like peanut butter. It's thick and it's brown. And if I put new fluid in your transmission, your transmission is going to fail. Let me tell you that there are plenty of old guys who will still say that. I want to tell you I'm not one of them, but I respect their opinion. You see, back in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, what, what happened is, is there was a lot of transmissions that they had consumed the fluid. The fluid was terrible. It was smelled bad. It was burnt. It was thick. It was oxidized. And and the consumer would come in, and, and, and they knew the transmission wasn't acting right, so they do what all consumers do, and that's, hey, I want you to service my transmission. Well, the guy pulls the oil pan, and the, the transmission holds 10 quarts, but he's only going to replace four because that's all that's in the oil pan. So he takes the oil pan off. He replaces the filter. He puts four new quarts in on top of six old quarts. 
Some short period of time later, the transmission fails, and then the shop that just did the service is blamed because you put new fluid in my transmission, and the new fluid is, is akin to having scrubbing bubbles, and your new fluid went in and just ate up the inside of my transmission and caused, caused it to fail. That's, that's typically not the truth. I've never seen that happen, although there are many gray-haired guys that said that they've seen that happen. So because of that, that, that wives' tale continues to perpetuate itself. So here we are, 2015, and we still have shops that say we won't touch it. Well, I'll tell you, I'll touch it, and so will a lot of other people. It's just really a matter of let's test drive it first to see if there's any problems, and if there are, let's document them. Then if it fails three weeks from now, everybody knows there was a problem anyway if that's the case, and most of the time it isn't. 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open. 602-508-0960, we have five lines. Jeremy is the pilot. He's asleep right now because I can hear his heavy breathing. He's either asleep or God knows. See, there you go, there you go. And uh, But he doesn't even smoke either, so we'll be right back right after this. Bill Bennett isn't sure which side to back in Syria. A growing number of Democrats are joining GOP voices and calling for a no-fly zone. Hillary's for it. Obama's opposed. So where, where does a man go? A man like me. Do you go with Obama? <laughs> do you go with Hillary? <laughs> As we say in philosophy, a case of insufficient, insufficient options. options. Bill Bennett's Morning in America. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Mike Gallagher at 6. On Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. If your breathing difficulty has you lugging around a portable oxygen tank, it's time you reclaim your freedom and mobility with an Inogen portable oxygen concentrator. And it's risk-free for 30 days. The Inogen portable oxygen concentrator replaces heavy tanks, and its reliable FAA-approved design assures you'll never worry about running low on oxygen tanks. For a free information kit and a risk-free 30-day trial, go to nomoretanks.com or call 800-978-4210. Learn how a small, lightweight, portable oxygen concentrator will let you reclaim your freedom. Call 800-978-4210. There's only one Inogen portable oxygen concentrator and it can set you free from the tank. Call 800-978-4210 now to try risk-free for 30 days or go to nomoretanks.com. The Inogen portable oxygen concentrator, the dependable portable tankless oxygen therapy solution. 800-978-4210 or online at nomoretanks.com. 30-day risk-free trial applies to purchase only. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flat. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. 
On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock until 12 noon. We're going to be here talking about cars. We've got Jerry on the line. We've got four lines available, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. That's because we're at 960 AM KKNT, The Patriot. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Auto Service. They've been fixing cars and caring for their customers since 1972. Why would you choose IMM Auto Service in Northeast Tempe? I'll tell you why. is because they do good work. They prioritize your work. Otherwise, they tell you what you need to have now and what you can wait on. They offer you a to-the-penny estimate. includes tax. And they perform only the work that they say will fix your symptoms or the work that you agree to. And they're going to give you a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. And they have ASE Master Techs. But more importantly, they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo are the cars that are right in their wheelhouse. Those are the cars that they really do well. Not too long ago, a service manager at a local Fiat dealership said, I actually send older Fiats to IMM because they are so good and because many of our young technicians have never worked on an old Fiat. I thought that was pretty classic. Classy is what I meant to say. Classy. So IMM Auto Service, they're close to ASU, northeast corner of Tempe, they're just west of the 101 and just south of the 202, IMM Auto Service. Jerry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a question on uh, doing hoses. Do you recommend reusing the same clamps? Uh, it's basically a clamp question. What do, what's your recommendation there? Well, it depends. It depends on what kind of clamps you have. If you have the ones with the 516's head on them, and they're called worm clamps, if they're in good shape and aren't bent up, then you can use them again. But the price of a stainless steel clamp might be two bucks. And sometimes I say to the customer, we have a total of you know 10 clamps, so we're talking $20 worth of stainless steel clamps where we use your old ones. But in the light of the big bill for all the heater hoses, the upper and the lower hoses, plus the cooling system flush, plus the antifreeze, that $20 is insignificant. So what do I do for my own car? I always change the clamps. And if they're spring clamps where you pinch them and then you slide them off, I always replace those. And and it's it's I'm not comfortable in assuming that that hose, and I'm going to be doing the hose somewhere around 8 years, 80,000 miles. I'm not comfortable in assuming that that clamp has the tension it needs for the next 80,000 miles. And that's the purpose of my, my thought process. All right, because that's what I was dealing with was the spring clamps, and uh, to get the ones that are up underneath, I'm working on a Dodge pickup, and the ones uh-huh. that are up underneath the the two heater hoses that are up underneath the cowl are just a pain to get at. Yep. So I was thinking about replacing those just with the spring clamps, simply because they are such a pain in the butt to get. No, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you you're exactly right. We do that a lot. Now you also let me throw another clamp in. A fuel injection hose clamp doesn't allow the band to contact the hose. Now, you know how on those old screw clamps, if you over-tighten them, you squeeze rubber up through the little eyelets? Yep. Well, the fuel injection has a band between the eyelet and the hose. So it'll still tension nicely, but it doesn't tear the hose up. So you've got two choices. You can go with a, a conventional clamp, screw clamp, a stainless steel screw clamp, or you can go with a fuel injection hose clamp. Those are your three choices. But, yes, my technicians are allowed to do what you described because it is a bear to, to, to get the hose on and get the clamp on later. All right. Well, that was my big question. If you got a minute, i got to get you another one. Go right ahead. Be quick. Okay. Um Kumo tires. I was thinking about putting them. I guess how it's pronounced. Putting them on my trailer, passenger tires. Uh huh. Do you have a? Do you is that a decent tire, bad tire? What do we know? It's not a tire I sell. Okay. It's it's not a tire I I bid. It's not a tire I sell. Uh, I I think um, I think there's other options out there. You should explore those other options, and you should compare tread wear 
with price. And those are the two numbers that are kind of important. And then also, if you want, whatever you buy, just go on the Internet and, and you would go Kumo, um, uh, what is it called? Reviews. Okay. Kumo Reviews. And you'll find people who love products or hate products. And you'll find, I mean, if you do it, my shop is the same way. If you go on there uh, on the Internet and you put Salem Boys Auto Reviews, you're going to find some people that are really mad at me, and you're going to find people that really love me. And it's, but it's up to you to just draw the distinction. Okay. Okay. All right. Good enough. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Jeremy's running the show. He is working really, really hard. And at the beginning of next hour, I'm going to tell you two good stories. And it's not very often that I talk about me because I prefer to talk about our industry and I prefer to talk about how how it look how when we're bad what does it look like what does it smell like what does it sound like <laughs> okay and when we're good the same thing what does it look like what does it smell like what does it sound like so there's many of you out there that still have the the ability to listen to the voice in your chest especially women Men ignore that voice in their chest, but women listen to it, and and that's why I've often said, and I would much rather just have 100% of my customers as ladies. Uh, it's just because um, it, when 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 we came home as children, and we, we were supposed to be home at midnight, and we got home at 1:30, and when we walked in the door, if the old man was there, it was probably going to be a little bit of a chew your butt and send you to your room but if your mom was there it was going to be different it was going to be different and you just didn't have that idea that you were going to be able to snow her by looking at you oh is it 1 30 mom i really i thought it was 12 30 i thought i was a half an hour early that kind of stuff just didn't go through so based on my particular mother and, and many of my friends mothers i just think it's uh that women listen to the voice uh, inside of their chest, and and when the, when when the shop is is regurgitating gibberish and talking uh, in in double talk and making all kinds of promises and and not giving out the door estimates and all that kind of stuff, I think women understand that a lot better than men. Men will think they're that they're going to spar with the shop owner or the service writer and uh, and win. And most of the times, uh, the service writer is a little bit better sparring than the male caller. But in, in light of all of that, just ask the simple questions. The, the questions are really easy. Exactly what is the estimate? How much do I have to write my check for before I leave? And I want a detailed estimate, so all the parts, all the labor, sales tax, shop supplies, environmental charges, and diagnostic charges. That's what we call a detailed estimate. You can't bid anything unless you have a detailed estimate because you, you all know that when I say it's $120 and you get there, it's $150. We'll be right back. Well, no. It, that, that $150 is, is now shop supplies, environmental charges, and, and, and sales tax, and a couple of other little things. So, so the $100 or the $120 estimate just kind of went out the window. I suggest you are better served by asking for a detailed estimate and how much do I have to write my check for before I leave home. And those of us, there's many shops that play by the rules. And most of us are going to overbid a tad anyway so that we don't have to call you for a $15 part, that we've already got a little buffer in there so we don't have to call you a second time. And most of us say, that's fine, bring that check, because chances are we're going to give you a little bit of a refund because we overbid our work all the time. And I know we do, and I know a lot of other shops do as well. 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open. 602-508-0960, if you have a question, now's the time. Just give us a call. We have five lines, and Jeremy's standing there with nothing to do. And I feel sorry for him. He deserves it. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. 
and one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. How would you like to make up to 20000 a month flipping houses with no risk? Hi, my name is Nick Fertucci, and over the last two years, my elite team of house flippers have flipped over 800 properties by using my three-step flipping system that guarantees quick profits. And this year, we plan to double it. I'm growing my team in your area, and I'm looking for help. I have more cash available than deals right now, so I need you. All interested candidates, call now and take an inside peek of my flipping system. I'll rush you out a free copy of my Fortunes and flipping CD kit that will show you how easy it is to get in, get out, and get paid immediately flipping houses if you come join my team. Call 1-800-614-2108 now to get your free flipping kit. 800-614-2108 and you'll also get free tickets to a training workshop that includes a free meal, a smartphone watch, and a USB drive loaded with Nick's powerful information as free gifts just for attending. 800-614-2108 I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem here. I'm your host. 10:34 on a Saturday afternoon is 10:10:15, October 10th. And the lines we've got two guys on line, and we've got three available. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto. The other day, Larry Harker's Auto did exactly what I promised the caller they would do. The caller had an idle problem in their Buick. The caller had taken it to a lot of different places. The caller had done some things wrong because the caller had actually taken a diagnosis from one shop and then had the second shop do the diagnosis, and obviously it didn't work. Then a dealer got involved, and then this and then that. And he says, what do I do? I says, where do you live? So I sent him to Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. I want to tell you something. When I tell you about Larry Arker's auto, I am telling you it is second to nothing. It is unbelievable. They found a broken wire in the alternator harness. They had to repair the battery connections, and they had to repair one ground. Then they had to repair a second ground. Then they had to repair a third ground wire that was broken to the throttle position sensor. But somebody had tried to make the throttle position sensor work by bending the tang when they didn't understand how it's supposed to work. Then at the end of the day, after they fixed a whole bunch of grounds and fixed a whole bunch of power supply problems, they gave the car back to the customer. And I called the customer and I said, hey, how'd it do? And he goes, they fixed it. 
He said it cost like $500 to fix the mess-ups from everybody else before them, things that they missed, things that they caused. But in reality, he never could. He had five different issues that created this, this problem with the car not idling right, always too fast. But in reality, four of those had been caused by other places. So Bob and Ellen at Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue, School, I'm telling you, they do good work, and Bob is a diagnostician, probably second to very few people I know, and I'm not quite sure I'm not second to him. He is doggone good. Larry Harker's Auto, right there at 38th Avenue and in Indian School, great place to go. Barry, good morning to you. How are you today? Hey, Mark. Uh, got a quick question. Got an 86 Chevy three-quarter ton pickup truck. Got an intermittent problem with the dimmer switch on the uh, headlights. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. How much am I looking at reasonably if I take that to somebody and they need to get into that steering wheel and replace that dimmer switch? See, there you go again. If I was there next to you, I'd just slap you at the back of the head. No, here's the good news. The good news is is that obviously you're talking about the dimmer switch that's on the turn signal stock. Right, right. yeah. Okay. It's it's not there. <laughs> that's not where the problem is at. The problem, there's a long rod that goes down the top of the steering column, and the dimmer switch is down on top of the steering column by your toes. Right. I, I've looked at the Internet and saw a video where you have to drop the uh, steering column and everything oh, down. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's no problem. On a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 3. So the answer to your question, this is no big deal. What really needs to happen is, do you have tilt wheel on your steering column? Yeah. Okay, I need you to, 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 to answer this question. Does the tilt wheel make it more dependable or not? So put the steering wheel all the way to the top and exercise that high beam switch, you know, for two or three days. Then put it all the way at the bottom and do the same thing. Does it, does it, here's the question. There is an adjustment on that. Oh, yeah, and, I, and I if, saw that. Okay. So, so if in fact that the tilt wheel makes a difference, then I would get underneath there with a two, couple of quarter inch sockets or a couple of quarter inch, um, uh, little, uh, box end wrenches and I'd loosen up the two screws and I'd pull that dimmer switch up towards the steering wheel just a smidgen. I'd lock them down and I'd say, try that. And, and if I, and, and chances are, because it changes as you go all the way up and all the way down, chances are it's just push the dimmer switch away where every other click actually gets it to work. Well, I'm just going to take that play out of it. I'm going to bring this dimmer switch up towards the steering wheel just a smidgen, and you're done. Fantastic. I'm so it's either, it's either a bad dimmer switch or it's a bad adjustment. And right. if you'll just if you'll just answer that question, if you say Mark, it makes no difference whether the steering wheel is all the way up or all the way down, then I say plan on replacing the dimmer switch. Well, good. Now I've got a project for this afternoon as I move <laughs> the wheel around. Thank you for your help, Mark. Uh, you're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Rick. Good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, I have a 2015 Toyota Sienna XLE van. Uh, That's a handicap conversion. And the problem with it is the uh, suspension is way softer than uh, similar XLE fans. The manufacturer says there's nothing wrong with it. The dealer says there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, but the thing sways back and forth, and uh, the owner is uh, quadriplegic, and the van uh, sways back and forth when you're going down the road. So is there anything that can be done to tighten up the uh, suspension without uh, changing out all the, the springs? And uh, also the... Uh, the shocks have been tested by uh, Toyota, so they are the uh, the all-wheel drive uh, version. But uh, I don't know what else to do. Any uh, recommendations? Well, well, you're talking about two different things here: the suspension and sway, and those are two different things. So sway bars and rubber bushings and that kind of stuff keep the car from swaying as you're going in and out of a driveway. So motorhomes do that a lot. When you go at an angle out of a driveway at a, at a gas station, the motorhome will go left and right and left and right and then settle, settle, settle. So when we come back from this break, you stay right there because I want to talk about specific symptoms. I don't want you to, de I don't want you to make the, de the uh, determination of what we're talking about. I want you to describe exactly what's going on so that we can talk about exactly what's going on because you've just described two different things. So when we come back, you stay right there. You'll be first. We'll be right back right after this.
The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Seth Liebson, a man of taste, a man of intellect. He's good looking. He is funny. He, he is a Republican. Um, he makes a good living. All these great things. He's, he's kind. He's gentle. Uh, he is occasionally mean to his colleagues on the radio dial. But other than that, weekday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 29 minutes after the hour. My name is Mark Salem, and um, I'm here along with Jeremy, and we're here to help you with your car questions and car problems. Let me tell you real quick about Kurt's Auto Repair. He's proud to be an independent, family-owned, and operated auto repair shop at Bell and I-17, the northeast corner. He was just recognized as the Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winner for his category, and that says a lot. You don't get there unless you deserve it. Since they opened their doors in 1987, Kurtz Auto Repair has been working on domestic and import, both gas and diesel. He'll even work on your quad or your leaf blower. 
he, he doesn't really allow me to say that, but I say it anyway. He employs ASE certified technicians, which means your vehicle is going to be repaired and diagnosed and then test driven by trained and certified professionals. Kurtz Auto Repair is located at I-17 in Bell in Phoenix. Good guy, I promise. Okay, let's go back to Rick real quick. Rick, let's talk about the suspension problem. Describe what it is and how you put the car in the, in the, in the attitude where it's something that the, the driver doesn't like. Well, it's a really soft suspension. It's like driving an old uh, 70s Cadillac. Uh, uh, I live in Massachusetts, and the roads are pretty, uh, pretty bumpy around here. And so uh, when you drive it, uh, it'll like porpoise just going down the street going slow. I have to drive it really slow. Um, okay. And All right, well that's that that's okay. So so it's not a sway issue. It's 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 literally a soft suspension. Now, you know that we're going to add somewhere between 1000 and 1500 pounds as we make that handicap accessible. You know that, right? Oh, well, they say it was 500. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet it's 500. <laughs> The fact of the matter is, is, is that we add. There's hydraulic components. There's the ramp. The ramp weighs twice, three times what the door or the cut, the hole they cut in the side of the van. Um, I've I've been working on these since 1978, so I've, I've I have lots of handicapped vans I work with. The answer to your question is, is the porpoising could be controlled by a set of shocks. The, the problem is, is that it's going to cost you a thousand bucks to put a good set of gas or nitrogen shocks on the front and the back of that thing. The shock absorber's job is to push down on the tire and keep the tire on the road, and the shock absorber is supposed to control the porpoising that you describe. And by the way, folks, porpoising is, is the front of the car goes up, the back of the car goes down, as if a porpoise is swimming through the water. So nose up, nose down, nose up, nose down, and if the nose is up, the butt's down, and if the nose is down, the butt is up. So that's kind of porpoising. So when you look at the big picture um, and you talk about that, then we're really talking about springs would be fine, but the spring is just to maintain road height. And with your porpoising, it would seem to me that the money would be best spent on a, a, gas, uh, a, a significant gas shock. That's, and, and you could probably do it, if you wanted to, by doing the back two first. So find and do a little research on a really good premium gas shock. Maybe put the back ones on and see how much better that makes it. If it doesn't make it better and if it's not an obvious change, then spending the bigger money for the front set of struts would be a waste of time. But this problem really is, uh, this problem belongs to the, the, the person that adapted this van. And it's up to him to prove to the owner that this is an acceptable ride or it's up to him to fix or to tailor the ride to the owner. Now, it's possible that the owner is, is out, his, his request or his, his thought process is outside the square box, but that would be very easy to, to determine by driving a like van, both adapted for handicap access and not, and determining whether how his fits in that. And, of course, we have sophisticated stuff that allows us to do that. Our industry does. So that's really what it boils down to is, is first let's make sure that it is something that's outside the square box. And if it is, then we know who the responsibility is. It belongs to the guy who adapted that van. Thank you, Rick. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Leonard, you're up next. How can I help you? I've got two quick questions. Number one, I have a new uh, 2015 Toyota Corolla LE. And when I turn the turn signals on, I can hardly hear the uh, clicker. So I find myself a lot of times driving with the uh, uh, turn signal on. And I went to Toyota about it, and they said they can't do anything about it. Okay. There's two things you can do. <laughs> on my motor home, I couldn't hear the clicker, and I bought a flasher on the Internet, and it still wasn't loud enough. So um, I bought a buzzer at uh, Radio Shack, a 12-volt buzzer, and then I had uh, my shop foreman just wire it into the turn signals uh, flasher, and then it was too loud, so then I put a piece of scotch tape over half of the little bitty speaker on this buzzer, and I'm a happy camper, and so is my wife, and I don't drive down the road with my turn signals on anymore. What part of town do you live in? Uh, Glendale, and, okay. and uh, Radio Shack's not around anymore. 
I, there, there is one where I live, but, um, uh, but, but I understand that, that they're, they're not. You could also go to Fry's, and the Fry's Electronics would have some kind of a 12-volt buzzer, but you could get that on the Internet. But the first thing I would do is, is I would identify what kind of flasher you have. Is it a two-prong or a three-prong? They and said is it's it in the wiring. You want me to fix it based on what they said? What was that? You want me to fix it based on what they said? No, I want it fixed anyway. I can get it fixed. All right, well, I'm not interested in what they say, and that's a stupid idea to think that the wiring is causing it where you can't hear the turn signals on. That's stupid. <laughs> the wiring? As they said, it's in the harness and the wiring, something like that. that oh, so the flasher's in the harness. You, you talked to somebody who was born yesterday. Okay. okay, there's a flasher there. So just go find the flasher. Have somebody pull the flasher out of it. Get on the Internet and, and, and Google a, a noisier f turn signal flasher. And then the flasher is going to look, there's going to be three or four different kinds, two-prong, three-prong, sometimes four-prong, and then sometimes proprietary to Toyota only. So I'm telling you, some good electrical guy can make your turn signals louder for you, and you're probably going to spend $50, $60 to have some kind of a noisemaker attached underneath the car, or you can find a flasher on the Internet that's going to click and, and, and much louder than before. All you have to do is this noisy flasher, just Google whatever kind of flasher you, you whatever adjective you want attached to that. Okay. But the idea that this flasher is in the harness is a stupid idea. Okay, second question. A friend of mine has got a 2007 Honda Accord and wants to get some new needs new tires. And I look, uh, I know you recommend Toyo and Michelin. And I looked it up here in Consumers Report, and I'm just wondering uh, what you think of their report because Toyo is quite is quite down the list. Okay, um, I'm not a consumer uh, fan of Consumer Reports. Okay. Um, I work on a lot more cars every year. I work on more cars in two months than they work on all year long. And they come out with their best and their worst cars every year. And according to the fleet of vehicles that I service, which is about 150,000 cars and trucks and RVs, the fact of the matter is, is theirs don't match mine. And, and it could be geographical in nature because we're in Phoenix, Arizona. It could be a lot of different things. Um, I can only tell you this. My wife, my daughter, my mother-in-law, all my personal friends, everybody I know that trusts me, everybody I know that loves me, everybody that I love has Toyo tires on it. All right? And I'm, I've been in the tire business since 1968 when I first started at a gas station. And, 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 but I sell other brands as well. If someone wants a Michelin, I'll sell them a Michelin. I will not sell a Goodyear, and I don't sell Kumos, and I don't sell a couple of other tires. So I haven't looked at the Consumer Reports, and so I can't answer your question. I don't know how they downgrade them. I don't know if they don't like the traction. I don't know if they don't like the wear. I don't know if they don't like the temperature resistance. I don't know if they don't like the sidewall. I don't know that. So I can't really comment. I can only tell you my wife and my daughters and everybody that I really, really do love are driving on Toyo tires. Thank you, Leonard. Tom. Tom, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Good morning. Morning. How you doing? Good. Good. Working something on a car aftermarket deal, possibly brain damage on my part. Uh, put an oil temperature gauge for the transmission, water temperature gauge. I've got 18-gauge wire on it. So I've got power. I think I have a ground. The lights come on, and the, the gauges stay at the temperature when they're idle. So... They're not picking up any temperature. What what should I look for? Where's the brain damage at? <laughs> well, usually the gauge changes the voltage, so we send power to the gauge, and, and it could have a, a, an internal ground or an external ground. And at, at the sending unit, we send power to the sending unit. Then the sending unit changes the ground or the power to the gauge, so you can okay. have a you can take. A, a gauge, you have to wire it right, because if the gauge wants 12 volts of power, then that means we're going to control the ground. And if the gauge wants a good ground, that means we're going to control the power. So I can't answer your question because I don't know, but I can tell you this much. Typically, we're going to send power or ground 
to the switch to the to the sending unit and then at that point we are going to send only one to the gauge so like I said if we send a ground to the gauge then the great gauge should have power to it so the ground and the power get together and move the needle likewise if we have if we're going to send 12 volts a voltage reading to the gauge then we have to have a solid ground to the gauge so that's kind of how it works you're, you're trying to do temperature of the transmission yeah, I was going to do that just to check to see if that's a concern. So, yeah, okay. I just put it in line to the uh, transmission line and then screw the sending unit in and just put a T in there. Okay, I understand what you're saying. How Can I offer you something a little different? It's not going to be as convenient. Go to Harbor yes. Freight and buy one of those temperature gauges and uh, and just gun the metal fitting on your cooler line, and it'll tell you what the temperature of your fluid is. Oh, okay. That would work. You see what that I'm saying? That, and, and I'll tell you something. I, I, just, I just drove a truckload of, of, of horse stuff up to the mountains, and I stopped twice and took the temperature of 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 tires on the rig I was driving plus the trailer I was hauling. And the people would, would stop in the rest areas as I'm walking around gunning all the tires asking me, what are you doing? And I said, I'm taking the temperature of my tires. <laughs> they laughed at me. But I'm really interested because if I have a dual set on the big trailer and the inside's running at 200 degrees and the outside's running at 120 degrees, there's something wrong with the inside tire. So it's either low inflation or it's got an egg or it's got a chatter or it's got a tread separation or something like that. So by taking the temperature of the tires, and in your case, you could easily determine the temperature, and it won't cool down in the time it takes you to stop, put it in park, and get out, pop the hood, and gun that, that connection up the, at the heater line. All righty? And, 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 and if you want, send me the directions or send me a link of the gauge and the switch that you bought, and I will look at it for free, and then I'm going to draw a drawing and send it back to you, and together we'll figure out why your gauge isn't working. All right. Thanks. I can't do any better right. than that. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, Tom, I can't get to you because, in all fairness, I'm about a minute away from the break, so I hope that you'll stay with me. I'm going to take you at about three and a half minutes. I obviously have to do a real quick spot of rough. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Going places that I've never been. Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.